Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith. I'm here to bring you the preview show ahead of Bayern Munich's big Bundesliga match against RB Leipzig this weekend. Wow, so much has happened in the last few days. It's hard to keep track of it all. The biggest news, of course, came on Wednesday morning when we found out that Bayern Munich and Thomas Tuchel have agreed to part ways after the season. Of course, there is a long way to go during this campaign. So how Bayern Munich reacts to Tuchel, how Tuchel handles the situation, there is a lot at stake. There's a lot of opportunity for combustibility, I guess. Is that even a word? I guess so. I don't know. Either way, this thing could blow up on Bayern Munich if it's not handled properly. And what gives anyone the faith to think that it will be, given how much animosity is there between Thomas Tuchel and his roster. The locker room is divided. If you believe the reports, this is a crazy situation. And if you're Arbe Leipzig, you're sitting back and you're watching and you're seeing all of this and you probably feel like you're getting Bayern Munich at just the right moment. And this Leipzig team is not afraid of the Bavarians. There's no doubt about that. The DFL Super Cup in the summer showed exactly that. Uh, RB Leipzig, it, it just is not going to back down. Now, this has not been the best campaign for RB Leipzig. And it's weird because I feel like the talent base that they have really should be performing a little bit better. But we'll see where they're at in the table. We'll take a look at in comparison to where Bayern Munich is and the different directions that these two clubs may be headed in. So like we always do, we will jump right into the Bundesliga table. Bayern Munich, which will host the match, is sitting in second place, but it is a very distant second place at this point. Through 22 match days, Bayern Munich has 16 wins, two draws, four losses. That's good for 50 points, eight points behind Bayer Leverkusen, the league leader. Bayern Munich has 61 goals for, 25 against. That is good for a goal differential of 36. Last week, of course, Bayern Munich was upset by VFL Bochum, which was Really, the catalyst to put all of this in motion uh, for Thomas Tuchel and the club to part ways after the season. If you listened to my emergency podcast, which released early on Wednesday, you'll know how I feel about it. And I don't understand why there is any point in letting this situation drag out. There is clearly a lot of animosity and angst built up between Bayern Munich and the coach, or I should say Bayern Munich's locker room and the coach. So dragging this out is probably not beneficial to anyone, but here we are. As for RB Leipzig, they are sitting in fifth place at the table through 22 match days. They have 12 wins, four draws, six losses. That's good for 40 points. That is one point behind Borussia Dortmund, in the, in the, who was in the fourth spot in the Bundesliga. And it does put RB Leipzig at this point uh, in the Europa League group stage, whereas Dortmund and Stuttgart, who is in third place, hold the advantage as of right now over RB Leipzig for those Champions League berths. Stuttgart has 46 points, and as I said, Dortmund has 41. So this is a pretty tight race for Leipzig, and every point matters. Leipzig has a goal differential of 48. I'm sorry, they have scored 48 goals for, have 28 against, good for a goal differential of 20, which for a team of their caliber is not that great. Over the course of their last five matches, RB Leipzig has two wins, one draw, two losses. Last week, they beat Borussia Mönchengladbach 2-0. This is a good Leipzig squad, but it is also one I would say has not lived up to its potential. 
And that is uh, an unfortunate reality for fans of RB Leipzig. Uh, this is a team that has undergone some change. Of course, Timo Werner left at midseason, and he is now over at Tottenham Hotspur. You would think that Leipzig, with all of its young talent, would be well-equipped to uh, take advantage of this situation against Bayern Munich because they do have a lot of offensively gifted players, especially who are young and up-and-coming. They also have a good mix of veterans as well. This is not a team that Bayern Munich can afford to take lightly. Uh, when we look at how Leipzig lined up last week, it could give us a pretty good indication of what is to come for this weekend. They used a 4-2-2-2 formation, which I think is going to be a theme for this match. Uh, Peter Galashi, who came back recently from an injury, got the start and goal. Marco Rosa used a center-back combination of Lucas Klosterman and Vili Orban. The outside backs were Benjamin Heinrichs and David Raum. Uh, then we got to the 2-2-2 setup. Midfielder Xavier Schlager, who I think has been a, a really good player for Leipzig this season and is one that might be uh, a person to keep an eye on uh, as a potential transfer candidate for some other clubs, probably not for Bayern Munich, but Schlager is definitely building up his reputation. Amadou Haidara uh, matched up with Schlager in the midfield. We then saw what essentially amounted to four attackers, Danny Olmo, Xavi Simons, Lois Appenda, and Yusef Poulsen. I don't know if Poulsen will get the call for this match against Bayern Munich. Uh, he is a veteran. He's obviously a different look than some of the other attackers that RB Leipzig has there and can do some different things. Uh, I think that there are some possibilities for Marco Rosa to really put Bayern Munich on its heels. And one of those things could be to bring in Benjamin Sheshko. In place of Poulsen, Chesko is one of those players who is highly thought of. I think he does a lot of things uh, that would be a potential matchup nightmare for Bayern Munich, including bring some foot speed. Of course, Openda is, is a pretty speedy player as well. So if you put Chesko and Openda together, that really could be a striker combination that could frustrate the Bavarians, especially when you factor in Xavi Simons. Again, another player who is skilled and pacey. And Danny Almo, who is no slouch in the pace or skill department either. This absolutely is a situation where uh, RB Leipzig could do a lot of things that could really, really give Bayern Munich problems. As I said, this is a, a good Leipzig squad in my mind. And I think that they are well poised to uh, do some things that would frustrate Bayern Munich. The one thing that Bayern probably won't have to account for is Lucas Klosterman. It looks like he's got a hamstring injury and could miss the match. Uh, but RB Leipzig, if there's one area of the squad where they don't necessarily have a, a ton of depth, it's at center back. I would assume that we would see Mohamed Simikon as the player who fills in for Klosterman. Uh, they also have the PS, young PSG transfer, El Chadil Pitsibahu, which I'm sure I butchered his name. But he was at one point linked to Bayern Munich, so he could also get some run against the Bavarians as well. A lot of possibilities there for Marco Rosa. When you look at Bayern Munich, though, it's a very similar situation where they have some players banged up that we don't fully know about. It seems like Thomas Tuchel is probably going to make some kind of shift to a 4-2-2-2 formation to try and maximize the talent that he does have. But we'll tackle where things stand with the Bayern injuries uh, right now, just because it's tough to figure out 
who's going to be available. What we do know is that Thomas Muller is battling some hip or thigh issues, according to Build. So that really puts his status in doubt. Serge Gnabry still out. Conrad Limer and Alexander Pav Pavlovich both came back to tra team training on Wednesday. Things look promising for them, as they do with Alfonso Davies, who could be ready for this weekend as well. So if Tuchel does get access to Davies, Limer, and Pavlovich, we could see quite a few lineup shifts. We don't know what is going on with Kimmich and if there will be any fallout from the altercation he had with Bayern Munich assistant coach Zolt Love. So we will keep an eye on that. But uh, Tuchel will definitely have some ideas about what he wants to do and how he wants to line his boys up. Uh, we will absolutely talk about that in just a minute. But before we hit what Bayern Munich might do, I do want to say, looking at the recent form of the club and what they've been doing, something has to change to spark this team. And I don't know if it's a personnel thing at this point. There's definitely a gap between the players and the coach, or at least some of the players and the coach. One of the things that I think has been a major hindrance, obviously, is this relationship. It's fractured. It's broken, like we have seen in so many reports this week. I don't understand, and I will never understand, why keeping Tuchel is on the table at this point, because things are obviously so messed up that you can't possibly repair them and expect any success. And as I said in the emergency podcast, I feel like it's a big punt on the season right now because you know it's not going to work. And I understand the complications of having to bring in someone to just be the caretaker and fill the void for a few months. And I, I get that no one wants to do that. I, I totally understand it. But I think the worst case scenario is allowing this poor relationship to fester and build more angst and more animosity, more anger between these warring sides right now. In the end, all of us want to sit back and say, well, there'll be professionals about this. But if you've been in a locker room, whether you were a player, a coach, whether you were a member of the press, if you've been in a locker room and when things start to go downhill like this, there's typically no way to stop it. It is a snowball and it just keeps going and going. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger until it's a freaking boulder and it just smashes everybody. And I feel like that's where Bayern Munich is heading at this point. Leaving Tuchel in charge is absolutely putting the entire season at risk. Believe it or not, this team still has the Bundesliga and the Champions League to play for. And I don't get just giving up on it right now when the coach and the team are obviously not aligned on how things should work. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about how Thomas Tuchel might set his boys up for this match. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the preview show. This is Chuck Smith. Thanks for hanging in there. As I said, when I left off, we are going to take a look at how Thomas Tuchel might align his squad. This is obviously not going to be an easy match for Bayern Munich. Uh, there are a lot of things at play, including some of the injuries I discussed in the first part of the show. There are a lot of uncertain. There's a lot of uncertainty with how Thomas Tuchel views some of the players at this point. So if we had to take a guess at how Thomas Tuchel is going to align, I, I do think he is going to use a 4-2-2-2 formation this week. I think he's going to just blow out the 4-2-3-1 because he probably does not feel as if he's got the right personnel to run it. So how would Tuchel line up? Manuel Neuer in between the sticks. I think we will see Matthijs De Ligt and Kim Min-Jay at center back. 
it would not shock me at all if we see Eric Dyer take over in that slot for Matthijs De Ligt. I think Kim Min Jae is absolutely going to start, even if he might be cooked at this point. But De Ligt is a player who Tuchel does not care for. Uh, and and it appears that Delict has become so frustrated he's exploring his options for where he could potentially transfer next summer. It's a very volatile situation there. So given what we know and where Tuchel stands with the club, it wouldn't be so shocking to hear that Eric Dyer will get the start. But as of now, I'll stick with Kim Min-Jay and Matthijs Delict because I'm going to go under the supposition that Tuchel's going to try and do what is best. Maybe I'm very naive with that. As far as the outside back positions go, it, it's very touch and go at both of these spots because of all the injuries. I mean, every single right back, natural right back that Bayern Munich has is hurt right now. It's I've never seen anything like it. At left back, Rafael Guerrero is the obvious choice, but Alfonso Davies could be ready. And if Davies is ready, I think that he will get the call given the pace that Arbe Leipzig is probably going to throw at Bayern Munich. So... I'm going to predict that Davies will be cleared in time and will be deemed ready to play, and he will man the left-back spot. At right-back, it's desperate times. You could move Joshua Kimmich there, and that's something that I think Tuchel will explore. But I think the way that Tuchel will go is to hope that Limer, Conrad Limer, is ready for this match, and will they will roll him out there to fill that slot. It could be very difficult. I don't know if Limer will be ready. I certainly don't think that he'll be able to play a full match. But I think if he can give Bayern Munich a half, that would allow Tuchel to do some things, including start Kimmich in the midfield and potentially move him to right back in the second half. So we will see, but I do think it will be Limer and Davies as the outside backs. And I know that's probably a long shot, but I think, you know, as I said, desperate times call for desperate measures. In the midfield part of this formation, I think we will see Alexander Pavlovich and Yashua Kimmich. I think Leon Goretzka will be sent to the bench. Again, I don't know how Tuchel's going to handle it. Could stick with the veteran double pivot of Kimmich and Goretzka, or he could just go all out the window at this point. Uh, he already knows the relationship is fractured between himself and Kimmich and himself and Goretzka. So one of them is probably going to sit in favor of Pavlovich, who... I think we'll get the nod here. If he's ready and he's deemed healthy and able to play, I think Pavlovich will will get the call. So Pavlovich and Kimmich, Gretzka will be sent off to the bench. As for the four attackers, I believe what, for all intents and purposes, uh, I would say wider players would be Leroy Sané and Jamal Musiala. Given the injury to Thomas Muller and we don't know exactly how he'll handle it obviously being older his recovery is going to take a little bit longer if there is a major issue plus the fact that I don't I don't know is, is listen I think Thomas Muller was pretty good last week even in the defeat he's one of the only players that does appear to honestly still have something left in the tank and some desire at this point in the season it just again productivity putting points up goals assist I think Thomas Tuchel sometimes doesn't value what Thomas Muller can do in that capacity. And unless Muller is consistently putting up the numbers and he's filling that stat sheet, I think it gives Tuchel the incentive to look elsewhere. And now that Muller's banged up, I think that Tuchel will automatically view him as a super sub if needed. So I don't expect to see Thomas Muller here, who I do expect to see, and this could be a little bit of a shock, is Matisse Tell join Harry Kane atop that formation. 
And I know Tell and Tuchel have had their own issues of late. Uh, Tell has been confused about why his playing times got cut. Tuchel very publicly went out and didn't embarrass the kid by any means, but talked about why Tell wasn't playing and gave an honest assessment, which apparently did not sit well with Matisse Tell nor his agent. So that's how I think it will end up. I don't think Eric Maxim Chubomoting did himself any favors last week. I thought he was a non-factor completely in the match and kind of a wasted spot, to be honest with you. And quite frankly, there aren't many other good attacking options that Tuchel can lean towards. So I think if he's going to mix it up and he's not going to have Muller available, at least to start, I think it will be Kane and Tell atop that formation. So that's how I think that Bayern Munich will, mine, will line up for this one. We'll see. I mean, there are a lot of different directions that Tuchel could go. And obviously right now he doesn't have to have loyalty to anything or anyone other than himself. So this could go a million different ways. And uh, I'm sure we'll all be sitting there eagerly anticipating the drop of that lineup via Bayern Munich's Twitter account or X account, whatever you want to call it these days. As for a prediction on the match, oh man, where do you go with this one? Bayern Munich is the home side. Bayern Munich's completely reeling. RB Leipzig has been good, but not great. How does it go? Who has the advantage here? Does anyone have an advantage? Certainly RB Leipzig is the hotter team. Bayern Munich, I would still argue, is the better team. Unfortunately, in this one, I kind of think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. I don't think either team will have the advantage at this point. I think that Bayern Munich will turn up and fight. I think that they will be a little motivated. I'm hoping anyway. I'm calling it 2-2. But listen, let's let's be completely honest. With how things are going and how bitter that relationship has been between the locker room and the coaching staff and how things really could go sideways at any moment, it wouldn't be shocking to see Arbe Leipzig come in and blow the doors off Bayern Munich like 4-0 or 4-1. I'm going to hope that doesn't happen. I'm going to stick with 2-2 and rely on Bayern Munich's veterans to show some heart for Harry Kane to be atop that formation and not dropping deep, playing the role of facilitator for lesser players. I'm going to hope all that stuff happens. I'm going to hope that Tuchel pushes all the right buttons and that he can stay focused on the task at hand and, and hopefully salvaging what's left of this season. But like I said, we could be looking at a blowout <laughs> If things, if things are not good right now, and chances are they're not, and it carries over to the weekend, it could result in a really poor showing for Bayern Munich, and none of us want to see that. So I'll call a 2-2 draw. We'll see how it shakes out. If you have not checked out that emergency podcast, please do. Uh, we definitely covered everything as it pertains to a reaction to the news about Thomas Tuchel and Bayern Munich. Stay tuned for the weekend warm-up podcast, which will drop on Thursday. So there's a lot of listening to do if you're around to do that. So please check out all our podcasts. And yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a tense one. It's definitely going to be one that catches the attention of Bayern Munich fans this weekend because I think we all want to see how this one plays out and how the team starts the match and 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 how it progresses because it's either going to show us that this team has some fight left in it or that they've also punted on the season like the front office has. As always, you can get me at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get our tweet, Meister Tom Adams, at TommyAdams71. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can get all of our great podcasters and writers at BavarianFootballWorks.com. 
please check us out there. We've got all of the ongoing coverage about Thomas Tuchel and the potential for a new coach. We've got all the latest transfer rumors, all of the game coverage. We've got everything. So hang with us. Have a couple of beers on me. Enjoy the match this weekend. We'll see you next time.